<laughs> Y'all ready? You got me. Ooh, not dusty. I'm sorry, not dusty. What's good? What's good? Welcome back <laughs> to Project Paragon. If this is your first time tuning in, this is the podcast where we do believe mental health is wealth, where substance is sexy, and we are pro mind your motherfucking business. But it just so happens we are in the business of minding other people's business, right? Because they're so tuned in. But we are in the business of minding other motherfuckers' business, and that is small business from show business to whole business and everything in between. Thank you. You're I'm your host, Ronnie, a.k.a. Monster in a Tight Shirt, a.k.a. Coco Butter God, a.k.a. Your Bitch's Bestie, a.k.a. Ghetto Gordon, <laughs> a.k.a. Is That Goku Black? No, that's Black Goku, a.k.a. Captain Hook, a.k.a. Mr. This Dick Ain't Free, and with me as always, my lovely co-host. Hey, yo, baby jeweler in the building. Ooh, child, I couldn't get up on this stool, it's Maybe Bueller in the building. Some of y'all know me as Racy. Some of y'all know me as Project, aka the Project Princess, aka Cherokee Cheeks, aka the Ghetto Fabulous Princess Two Snap, aka Bug Sunny, aka Lil Jiggle. What's up? How y'all doing? Well, and today we are actually joined by two black queens and a queen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And my brother's in the background for support. But, Chris, would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, I'm Chris. You better speak the fuck I up. I have no more. At least get close to this mic. AKA's, I'm Chris, just Chris. Chris, just Chris. Just Chris. Chris. You, you really ain't gonna say shit? It's Candace. You're Candace. It's Caleb, Mr. Right. That's yeah. all I got. Uh, you better say AKA Wood Glow Candles. Oh, yeah, let me collect the I'm about to say candles. <laughs> Plug yourself, plug yourself. Yes, uh, I make uh, soy candles. Oh, I love it. Yes. Okay, boy, you better be more confident <laughs> in the plug. Hopefully, by time you know, by time this conversation goes on, he's gonna be more comfortable. That is weird. Whatever. <laughs> but hopefully, he's gonna be more comfortable. You know, like talking. Um, but welcome back, y'all. Happy Nash- International Women's Day, right? Yes, this is, yes. 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 I'm so happy to have y'all here with me. Why am I? Why did I instinctively start rubbing her feet? And I'm just like, because it's International Women's Day. That's why. Oh, okay. Why. Okay. Well, it's anyway. It's subconscious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get you some sunflowers for this contest. Oh, you're so sweet. I wanted. That's. I got the little table in the corner of the living room. I said I want to put flowers on there. I got you. Because I need plant babies. Because I don't. I can't have dogs. And I don't want like actual fucking bi- biological children. Oh my so, god! Would <laughs> rather like a dog than a plant? He what? said he would rather a plant over a dog and a person. No, I, I want, want a dog. dog. All right. But I think because of the hardware floors here, I can't have. Yeah, it's probably the booth. Yeah, I'm not allowed. Just like really happy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I might just. Oh, my foot. <laughs> there we go. Be quick. But. My foot hurts. I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> did a good job. I hate you. The, a series we started last <laughs> last season in the podcast, the Project Handbook on Love. This is officially part two. I have multiple multiple perspectives here with us today. You making fun of me? Mm-mm. I have a speech impediment, and I'm insecure <laughs> about it. Don't do that right now. Don't, don't do that right Man, now. And I don't want you to do this. Don't do that right now. Don't do that right now. <laughs> I'm not sensitive about this shit. <laughs> <laughs> But we have multiple perspectives with us. Fuck. Okay, we had technical, technical difficulties, mm-hmm. but now we're back. 
I don't know where the Who fuck is? we left off. I just know we got the introductions out the way. Yeah. And I think I got the topic, which is Project Handbook of Love Part 2. Yeah. I said we're going to start off on a somber note. And we already started talking about the article. Fuck, man. That's a little <laughs> somber, and we got to double back on it. Right? Double, I don't, like, you know, want to revisit this, the president shit. We don't have to. It's our podcast. But we have to. We have to, but we don't have to. We do. Alright, uh, so, this black middle school student forced to drink urine and bullying incident, mother says. That's just thing every time you see it. Alright. Seriously. That's fucked up. The Plano Independent School District in Texas and the local police department are investigating the allegations. That's The craziest part about the story is that they're still using terms like allegations when this shit <laughs> is caught on video. Therefore. Word. Back to what I was saying. But I gotta still read. I gotta read the book, right? All right. School officials and local police are investigating a Texas mother's allegations that her son, a black middle schooler, was reportedly bullied and forced to drink urine by a group of students. The mother, Summer Smith, detailed the alleged abuse in a lengthy Facebook post on Wednesday. Her son, Samarian Humphrey, is a student at Haggard Middle School in Plano, a suburb of Dallas. Imagine being a happy kid who loves making people smile and having a good time. Imagine your classmates and football team members turning on you and targeting you, Smith wrote. Imagine a group of those same football team members attacking you in the locker room with a belt. Imagine being hit in the private area, and when you told, when you tell an adult you are told boys will be boys. <coughs> so like I told y'all before, he, <clears throat> they were bullying him, you know, like uh, at practice, at school and shit like that. Resulted in him quitting the football team. He was invited to a sleepover by these little kids, you know, thinking like, hey, you know, they're going to be my friends now. And I had to sleep over. They recorded them making him drink piss, laughing and shit. And then it was like, cry, nigga, cry. Mm -hmm. And I know, you know, you were saying, like, from your perspective, when we were 13 years old. Not just that. It's more so like, all right, well, all this abuse you had, you know, was was taken at school. You didn't see that coming at a sleepover. I mean, when you're a kid, yeah, so you're hopeful. You're optimistic. You want them friends still. You might want to lose their friends Come at thirteen. Speak up. Um, I mean, I, I don't want to be the dick in the box, but I'm almost like a victim blame on that one. Like, I'm not going to no sleepover. You didn't hit me in my nuts with a belt. I mean, you didn't did everything under the sun no. at school. This is at school when you can be disciplined, expelled from school. Now I'm going to come into your home where I'm pretty much, you know what I'm saying, a target now at your house. When y'all can do me really anything. That's what happened at the house. That's what happened at the house. My thing is this. You know how hard it is. So the drinking of piss was at the house. But think about this, though. You know how hard it is to make a 12 or 13 year old eat healthy? But you can make this motherfucker drink piss. It no. was like four to one, though. I don't care if it was eight that's, to that's one. That's what I'm saying. It's four to one. But this is the thing. He was already vulnerable to the point that he went to the house. Exactly. So he was willing to go to the house. He's already terrified by it. Like, if somebody holding you down, making you drink piss, and you were vulnerable enough to go to the house, by this point, you are terrified. Mm-hmm. That's just, yeah, that's just Because you were, you were so naive to go to the house. Yeah. So when somebody constrict you and confine you, by that point you terrified. I, you don't know what's gonna happen. So you're not thinking like, man, I'm about to get up and peace. I don't know. Him. I don't you know if did. he was. I don't. I don't. I did watch the video, but I don't. I couldn't tell if he was like held on. I know they were like holding the cup up to his mouth. See, and that's I, that's what I'm saying. I have a nine year old. 
And it's hard as shit getting out to eat vegetables. So this 13-year-old drunk pissed, like, and they, like, you, you forced them? Like, I don't think your nine-year-old no. dumb enough to go to somebody's house that But I don't think... I so don't, it's a different situation. You got two different people. That's what I'm saying. You was okay, let me not, see. Not let me see in the thing. Like, let me see in the thing if maybe he didn't know it was pissed. Like you, like maybe you think I don't think they were saying like, hey, that's, here, drink our piss. Okay, that part, that part is different. Right. But you cannot yeah. make me at thirty-one years old believe somebody <laughs> forced you to drink piss. This is not a knowingly video. Like, knowingly. No such thing as forced. Now, if he didn't know, they were like, "That's apple juice." That kid done mental some stuff in his life. Because it's a different type of person in a mental state. Think about how, like, I don't care, like. Teenagers have like held you and to make you drink nose. I don't see it. I just don't. It probably, you know, I don't think it doesn't say if he knew it was pissed. That's a different type of kid. Right. And they don't say, you know, you gotta think about it. Some kids are kids, bro. Just because we grew up fast as fuck. That's a different type of kid. That don't don't mean like every other kid, right. He's living a different type. He's a different, he's living a different type of lifestyle than a lot of other kids. I know an innocent ass 13 year old. This is the same thing he's out like. Because being in middle school and being in middle school. I'm gonna tell you that the cups like piss. That's a different type of kid. Be real. You've been around my kids, son. They're going to tell you. This kid, I don't like how they smell. Like, straight up. Like, no. I Some mean, I don't, know. I don't know. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. That's a socially awkward kid that, that happens. Seriously. You've been abusing me like that at school. When I, when I go to an adult, nothing happened. Like, and then I'm invited to a sleepover. Like, that's dead. I'm not. I don't even want to play football with y'all. He's like, you know what I'm saying? Like. If he's willing to go to that house, then I, like you say, obviously something is not something's not right up there for him to want to go there. He want exactly he's, he's trying to be accepted. It's something he's again, it's, it's, it, it, I, I mean, it's like, it's like a sip of piss. I'm picturing him like golfing it, but maybe it's like a sip of piss. Yeah, it was like, like you know, it's okay. Yeah, it's it was like, oh, it's okay. That start at home. Okay, Frank was too worse for him to. For you to create, but that's man, shut your ignorant ass up, Kayla. What, what were you saying? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't agree on that though. Like, <laughs> okay, we're gonna we're gonna I go back to that. We're gonna go back to that. But we got one mic rule. Kayla, you were saying? But no, but if it's like in middle school, like he's like under the radar and like not gay and like I mean not out like that. Like being normal, that's what you're supposed mm-hmm. to do. Right. So like obviously his parents didn't see the situation and be like obviously because me thinking like this be removed from that situation. You don't need none of that shit anyway. Right. But like, if he's under the radar, I'm like, yeah, these are my friends now because yeah. this is the normal. This is what my parents need to be seeing. This is what I need to be. This is what everybody else would be doing. And like you said, if you didn't know him, like, shit, they're going to be like, and beer. Like, these are my friends. Like, yeah. we cool. Like, so y'all see the movies movies when they do stupid sometimes shit. Sometimes parents know when they have socially awkward kids. That too. And it's, it's hard not to. It's, mm-hmm. I get that, like, we people and, like, we have certain roles we play, like, the parent and the mama and the daddy. But at some point, you still human. You're going to be like, man, I got a weird-ass fucking exactly. kid. And then that kid going to come home and be like, oh, I got invited to a slumber party. And because you got a weird-ass kid, you're going to be like... For real? Hey. <laughs> All right, you can go. For real? You have you have some people that put their own kids yeah, in fucked up situations. I, I the blame go back to the parent. Like, well, damn, you all start at the home some kind of way. I'm listening to you, Candace. We're going to talk about that. But what were you saying, Deshaun? I mean, that's why I say the blame go back towards the parent. Because if you come and tell me 
you basically being humiliated and getting your ass whipped at school, and these same group of kids and want you at the Okay, house, so we can't. Some got not not. You're assuming we can't assume we we can't assume that he took right. He probably didn't tell the mom that. This is why I'm quitting the football team. He probably didn't tell the mom that he was getting bullied he's and shit. He's, right, his he probably came out after the fact. He was getting fact. bullied. I think but, I saw oh, something oh, about her exactly. going to the school. Right, but, but she, she probably, probably didn't know it was so the football the team. And she probably didn't know it was the football team. Probably knows it or it wasn't the same kids. <laughs> he probably went home and said, Mom, I got invited to a sleepover, you know? This is an innocent little kid, bro. This is not <laughs> our <laughs> fucking hard-headed, hard-headed asses. I'm not saying he's at fault. I mean, he's a child. I'm saying... In order for him to you want know, to withstand that type of punishment is some type of attention he's not getting at home. For you to think that that's okay for people to no, treat you like either. that. You want me just that's a harsh. It's that. not even that. You got to think about it because it's at, when you're a kid, it, home doesn't matter. High school is fucking life, bro. It don't home don't fucking matter. Mama can love you, daddy can love you. You can get everything you ever fucking wanted in life. But all you want is to be accepted and you're pressured by fucking society to be cool in high school. Even more so now with social media is the fucking thing. If you don't have at least fucking fifteen hundred or plus followers on social media, who the fuck are you? It's not like when we were kids, dude. Well, yeah, that was a difference. It wasn't no social right. media. Right. Oh, that, you that was a difference. <laughs> and that's why I'm low-key saying, like, I mean, at the end of the day, people still human. So, like, for whoever to let him go to that house, like, it's just like, you can't blame people for showing their true colors. Like, you already knew, like, these kids was on some weird shit. Like, even if these wasn't the kids that bullied you directly, them chi- them kids probably was jolting off you. I feel like it probably was dickheads. Yeah, like if, if they wasn't the bullies like that personally attack you, they probably was jolting your stupid ass like look at this duck ass dude. Like, like you know, you know what I'm like saying? Like, yeah, and, and, and it finally was like, man, we about to fuck with him. And invited, yeah, it was like, man, everybody stay fucking with this dude. We gonna fuck with him. And he probably thought he had some friends. Man, I'm not trusting nobody that been laughing at my stupid ass. Exactly. At this point, anybody could be my. Think about the perspective of a kid, difference. though. You're gonna laugh just to fit. You're not gonna let yourself stand up. It's a whole lot of shit. Everybody's laughing, but if everybody's laughing, you're not gonna be the only I'm motherfucker sure. standing there like that's not cool, guys. Because <laughs> next, everybody gonna gang up on your stupid ass. <laughs> 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 that was a different move. I was the joker. I wasn't the jokey. The joke wasn't being cracked on me. I was. Cracked. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Here's the so, thing. That's why I, me personally, I'm a victim blamer. Like, I like. Cause you, you, know, yourself, you put yourself in certain scenarios. Certain, no, not, yeah. He wasn't a, a he wasn't a bully, but he he gonna jolt you. Let him explain. Get you for you get me. I'm a victim blamer. Like I blame. You gonna be ripping the little bitch. You gonna rip you a couple blame, of people. You can't blame. You can't blame the weak. You blame the no, people who choose to stay no, weak. That was me. I was the motherfucker who used to fight for. Think about it, Deja. I used to fight for just all my fat nerdy friends. I used to fight for them. Yeah, I feel where you coming from. I feel where you coming from. I was the nerdy jock, so you know I had to stand up for the. You know. See, that's what I'm saying. Being a victim doesn't necessarily mean you. Yeah, somebody probably yeah, just dosing you like, one day. Like, man, you look dope. You know, even, somebody even a strong person, even, even if you uh, a bully, you got caught in a lot of weak, a vulnerable moment. You feel what I'm saying? Like, it's not about being weak. It's just putting yourself in certain, you know what I'm saying, situations. In certain situations, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, that you can manage. Well, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Did you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, that's the good guy. I just, I, mean, I just was that person that cracked the jokes. I mean, it was If you thought something that's funny, you're going to be like, that ain't funny. 
when it happened to me, I, you know, I took it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to wear your sister's school shirt because your poor little dirty. You going to joke the dude with your son? Son, I, you ain't ever seen nobody with his sister's school shirt. No. No, son. Let me <laughs> tell you. I wear a jacket. How about that? Thank you. Okay. So I have like, seen dudes wear their, their, their <laughs> sister's jackets and shit. I have My seen. grandpa jacket. No, no look. Yeah, I used to do that. That was, that was a oh. different, you know, like, even if you had That's a button down in, like, middle or elementary school, if you had a button down, the difference between a collar... For the girl, it had a Dijon made it to high school, nigga. You was in the hallways getting caught smoking weed and shit, nigga. How the fuck is that? Because we talking about middle school. That was middle school. That was high school. We talking about middle school when we young and dumb for real. Who'd you fight in um in middle school? That boy Kyler got the sweet neck. That was that was the way. I mean, nigga, that shit don't matter. That was fifteen years ago. That was old, man. Did y'all say used to be like this? Oh, that's some tap out there. <laughs> yeah, it's set used to be like this. And then like skips. Them like, you know, little skip feet. Like, ooh, yeah, bitch. Bitch. Why would we tap it out after Katrina? Outside like that. Joe sent bad, sweating. Hot. What? Hot steaming relations. Oh my God. So we really did Joe's Katrina bad. We thought we was at summer camp. No, baby, you homeless. Being kids, about to be kids, everything fucking funny. Right. Being a kid, son, we made fun of everything. We all homeless out here talking about <laughs> swoop neck collars, man. I gotta wear my sister's shirt. This all we evacuated with. This all we evacuated with. All right. Why did we join Katrina like that? I just said that shit, dog. That shit brought back memories. I got the memory. Me and my little brother was out here in Florida. <laughs> was the flyest New Orleans niggas you ever oh seen. Oh my god. When I had Target, to use... when in Target and Walmart because <laughs> oh my we god. did not know we was gonna be out here this We did not year. know so in Tallahassee, it was us. But we had G night we had G nights and shit. Uh, yo, we was in Shreve. Yo, those those fucking white people, those white people loved us. I was evacuating the same thing. That's what you told you evacuated in the same thing. Walmart. Oh my god. I never experienced white love like that in my life. It was it was like it was different. It was different. I hate I hate clubhouse terminology, but because you weren't in here when I said it, but because we're using omnidirectional mics for this area, try not to talk over one another. Because it'll like balance un imbalance. But anyway, continue. I'm sorry. Damn, I run a move. Continue. The, <laughs> the, 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 the he received in Tallahassee. Yeah, 
fucking the white people love this shit. That's I found God in Tallahassee. <laughs> <laughs> I became a religious little prick of a teenager in Tallahassee, Florida, going to Griffin Middle School. I came back. I wasn't listening to secular music. I was fasting and shit. I was praising Jesus, crying every fucking Wednesday, bro. And then I joined the military and I abandoned all religion. <laughs> that tells you what you need to know about the United States military. Anyway. <laughs> Trying to find yourself, man. I don't know, son. We really just Jules Katrina, babe. We just don't cry. Hello, hello. Handbook of love. We we transitioning because you just. Give me one second. Yeah, I was about to say you kind of had a moment. No, I didn't. I'm just in it. Oh, okay. I was trying to see. Yeah, y'all want to? I'll show y'all my outline later. But of this specific, of this specific video that I'm about to play. But I do want to have um have ask y'all a question. This is actually for another episode that I have scheduled. How do y'all feel, and especially we have a lot of black people here, uh, how do y'all feel about legalizing hard drugs? I'm talking like heroin, like cocaine, like, you know, meth. meth. Because I'm doing an episode um, on, like, the effects on, like, mushrooms and, like, LSD, on, like, anxiety, depression, and stuff like that, and, like, productivity and stuff, uh, microdosing as a whole. And a sub-part of that is conversation about legalizing hard drugs. I don't know if you guys know about, what's that nigga name? Dr. Carl Hart is like a, a mm-hmm. research scientist or whatever. He's like a heroin user and stuff like that. And he's all about like the safe usage of recreational like hard drugs and shit like that. So I feel like in the black community, everything outside of weed is so demonized. Right? So, right. Exactly, but everything is so demonized, it's so taboo, nobody like, talks about it, and it's like, in every other community, this shit's like, casual. Like, hey, buddy, want, want to do a bump? Like, the first time I saw cocaine, nigga, my eyes was like, I'm like, right outside of me! I was thinking Bobby Whitney. But now, you know, like, fast forward, you know, five, six years later, I'm like, I'm like, oh, everybody know cocaine. Like, I'm at a party, and everybody disappeared, and I was like, oh, we got a party together! Chris! We were at a party together, and Chris was like, what the fuck about that? I'm like, oh, they're doing coke. And she's like, oh! <laughs> she killing me. Excuse me, one moment. What's that, dude? Let me get you in. Right, so I just, I just want to know. I feel like that. But how do y'all feel? Because we have you know, so many people here, how do you feel? I'll start with you, Racy. I mean, that really ain't my business. <laughs> do what you want. Mind the business that minds you. Yeah, I mean, like, do your drugs. First of all, doing drugs is a choice. Right. <laughs> like, if I want to go smoke crack right now, that's my business. I chose to smoke crack. Like, if Man. I, I'm just saying, like, it is. Who, who sat down and was like, let's make this illegal? It's 2020. But, uh, you got to think about so it all started, you know, the, the you, you war on drugs. The, no, the war on drugs started, if you guys go back to, like, it really ramped up with, like, Nixon. Like, uh, around the Watergate scandal and all that shit, like, the impeachment thing with him. He needed something to focus on prior to that, like, to get the heat off of him. So he started demonizing all these drugs and shit like that. Prior to that, um, LSD, mushrooms, and shit like that were being researched for psychotherapy. So, you know, there was all these positive effects outside of, you know, the vision altering and shit like that. So... You know, it would start demonizing, like, oh, this shit is illegal and shit like that. And then, alert. then Ronald Reagan, um, who a lot of people see as the devil. <laughs> so you can always tell and you can tell, you guys can tell me who else relates to this. You can always tell when someone is unqualified for a job because they're going to gonna, gonna fo- find something to focus on. 
and they're gonna crack down on that shit and they're gonna make it the biggest fucking demon in the world. Ronald Reagan did that with drugs. Who can do nothing else but talk about So who did, who did that? Who, who else y'all know who did that? Who was in, you know? Building a wall, perhaps? Uh, yeah, building a wall. Who was who that guy? You just focused on this one point. The whole damn time. They came to mind. They came to But not even outside of that. Just like racism. You know, like racism, division, hatred. You know, like uh, he made... Trump is a genius. You got to give him that. But um, he made he made middle the average everyday middle class white guy, you know, with these very very southern and racist and rich roots. He made them feel seen, right? He made the little guy who made twenty five thousand dollars a year. He made him feel like Trump gave a fuck about him when everything Trump gave a fuck about was niggas who made. Way more money than you, my guy. <laughs> but you know what? This, is, this isn't about that. He's not. You know, whatever. He's, this isn't about him. This is about dating. <laughs> I want to play out this video. I saved that. Uh, people primarily send me relationships shit because, like, you know, I put the email address and shit out, and like, people just DM me, and they always send me relationship shit to comment on. That's fine. But y'all gonna wait <laughs> until we have episodes like this where it's relationship specific. We are a podcast that's about mental health and casual conversation okay. with the heart. We're like a 90s conversation. We're like an auntie that y'all love to hate who give y'all them wet sloppy ass kisses or she leave like lipstick all over y'all. But, big facts. White diamonds. Elizabeth Taylor. Oh, <laughs> or gardenia or some shit. Say, Ooh, my nose burn. <laughs> oh, like man. Everybody auntie so Mary Kay. Um, oh, pineapple, uh, pineapple boys, yeah. So, oh. our aunt Etna, God rest her soul, used to spray us with fucking what was that like body fantasies or some shit? <laughs> like this pineapple shit. He's like, My pineapple boys, <laughs> woman, that's <laughs> <laughs> a period perfume, body <laughs> fantasy. We went to school, yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> And it was extra strong because if we see on the bus on side each other, it's like this side of the bus smells like fucking pineapple. She's screaming every angle, front, back, and side to side with this pineapple. It's like it's like a, a scent you can see. Yeah, yeah, you know, like, yeah, smell something so thick. You're like, you're like, bitch, you see that? Like a I bet the guy rest us so pineapple boy. And one day I remember telling my mama that to see if my mom was gonna make her stop. Nope. My mama thought this shit was so funny. It's fucking I said, Mom, one day my teacher, you know, you know, she had the class laughing because you know when I walked past the teacher, she's like you smell like pineapple? <laughs> and when she said it, like the way she said it, the class bust out laughing because I know I smell like a fucking fresh cut pineapple. I'm like, damn. Like a fruit you can't even lie. Like, like, as soon as you walk through the whole room, smell like pineapple. Said, she's like, you smell like, like a Jolly Rancher. Ain't telling me, um, be spraying us with this pineapple uh, perfume and be calling us pineapple boys. <laughs> She thought this shit was hilarious, and it never stopped. Like, like it got to the point. Room. It got to the point where, like, that was a morning process. You eat your breakfast, and you get sprayed with this fucking. Yeah, my mama, like my I mama would uh, my mama was like spray us with like her shit, like occasionally, like oh if we were going God, somewhere. But it was something that was usually like neutral, like neutral smelling on some shit. That's some pineapple shit. Calvin Klein, which was like, had multiple unisex scents, so you could rock from Calvin Klein, but pineapples. I love him more. Sweet smelling for him, boy. So I want to play out this video. Um, 
So I want to hear your opinions on it. I want to play it into the mic. I want to make sure it's on loud. Stitch this with your most unpopular piece of advice that you swear by. If you're a woman in a relationship with a man, don't pay for shit. Not one thing. You shouldn't be paying for anything. As long as we live in a capitalistic, patriarchal society, we're never going to be equal to them. So your individual act of going halvesies so that you're in an equal relationship... It's not doing what you think it's doing. So I do it. It's not really doing anything for women's liberation at the end of the day. So why? The least that they can do is pay for you to eat. That's the least that they can do. Because every man has toxic masculinity within them. Every man is violent towards women with or without their consciousness. So they can pay. Sorry. Says the single bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the video. I, saw I think I've seen that bitch. She yeah, eating the whole time too. She mm-hmm. eating. She single or she is in one ha- unhappy fucking relationship. So it's miserable. <laughs> so it's like a, a huge consensus. Like that's just a miserable ass bitch. Kayla was laughing like the whole time. <laughs> they saw you making the face. What you I mean, like to never like, like what kind of person I even want to ever I mean cut to your room. No, like to speak like to never want to treat your per your, your person to something like what kind of person? Uh, <laughs> it's actually really common. A lot of a lot of chicks. Okay, so Angel a lot Angel of chicks want to live in live in twenty twenty one. Live in twenty twenty one, but while also upholding 1950s values i want to be independent yeah, don't tell me what to do i'm not about to be you know at home like barefoot and pregnant or some shit but at the same time i'm not paying no bills either mm-hmm. no motherfucker like you can't have it both ways like, right don't pay what were you saying angry black man no nah, mm-hmm. i'm saying that's a leech fuck. <laughs> i mean that's that's it that's a leech you i you i can't get nothing out of the, you know the, you just feel like everything is on the piece right. you just be taken care of that's a leech. I know. I know. Generally, men make more than women, but how much you're making that yeah. much more? But that's not. That's not always, that's not always true. true, right? Because I say, that's like a generally. Right, because we had a conversation here, and I remember um, I made that same statement, and it was a woman who corrected me. She said, "Almost every relationship I know, the woman makes way more than honestly, the man." Honestly, same in real life, but it was I'm saying, Dave. And, 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 and I was like, every, like, literally, every woman, yeah. But you know, it's crazy. Yeah, but interesting. <laughs> How do you feel about that? No, um, I'm a different type of person. So, like, I'm about to say some shallow shit, but it's some real shit. Um, that's true for some people. For some people, though. But it's called pretty bitch privilege. That's not going to happen that, that, for her. And I'm not saying she's not pretty because she's not ugly, but... but don't she don't she saying. don't fall into that category. I fuck with what she's saying. I do because I mean to some extent men will always have the upper hand over women some kind of way. Right. So I fuck with what she's saying, but at the same time every woman can't do that. No. I don't know. But okay, yeah, you, like, got, you gotta I, elaborate more on that. On what part? Every woman can't do that? But it's like So it's okay if you're pretty to be a leech? I'm not saying it's okay. I'm saying some people have the privilege. Just like some people are white and have privilege. Some people are pretty and have privilege. That's just the name of the game. Just like classism, racism, 
feminism, just like everything. This is the every same ism. I, every <laughs> ism, like okay, poop, peep game. Okay, so I'm by my brother, and I was telling him I was like the dating pool for me. Even though I'm a bisexual, I want to marry a man. Don't judge me. So, my dating pool is small. It just is what it is. Wait, how the fuck? I'm sorry. Because (laughs) of preference. My dating pool is small. So, when you're pretty and you have privilege, there is a dating pool for you. This but that true. bitch is small. Is so true. as a result, you might fall in the category of a socialite, basketball wife, I, something to that degree. Because you're pretty, people going to flock to you. I, I, and because people going to flock to you, people going to want to fuck you. And a lot of men do a lot of things just to say they fuck. So but a lot there, of niggas, there I know, niggas is a nigga, do it. I know a lot of people out here. I, no pussy. I know a lot of women out here being soiled. I would never. When I tell you, I know a whole lot of women out here that don't have to do nothing. That's because there's a man out here that's like, I'm going to do everything. It's a pool for every type of person. Even outside of that, not even pretty privileged, there are also a lot of guys who are very old school. They were uh, a lot of us in our generation. It's not like that's impossible, what she said. Especially like black men, they, um, they were raised by their grandparents, right? So you always was at grandpa's house or grandma's house when our parents had to work. So they had these outdated views where it's like, no, a man provides for his family. A man takes care of home. This is that and the third. And yo, you taking care of all the fucking bills. Your old lady got this driving ass fucking lip gloss business and you breaking your back working all these hours just to pay all the bills because your stupid ass thinks that that's what's supposed to happen. It's 2021 that I've in... All of my relationships, like I've been in a lot, <laughs> and, but um, my partner made the same amount of money as me, and I've always made a decent living in the service industry. In my last like significant relationship, she made more than me, and she still didn't fucking put it on bills. And I'd said it before, we used to have this thing called uh, honesty out, right? So I'd make dinner, I'd buy two bottles of wine, we just like drink, and we just talk. We talk about everything that, you know, we felt like was a problem in the relationship, something that we had to work on, something, you know, that came up that, you know, we didn't address at the time, whatever. And I said to her, I'm like, yo, real spill. I feel like how you view life and like the things you want in life and how you look at work, um, uh, you're going to end up with like a football player or a rapper or some shit. With a rapper. There is a pool for everybody. There is some dude out there that's like, I'm going to pay the... Niggas like to pay for the trophy. I know I I don't have to pay bills if I don't want to. And that's why I understand where she's coming from. Like... I'm a pretty bitch, but I dress like a basketball coach. But at the end of the day, like, I, a pool I know everybody. I can live without paying bills. I can go trick it to some fucking old exactly. woman. Exactly. You know what you look like. I know what I look like. But I ain't going to do it. Same. That's my, what I'm saying. My dick wouldn't allow me. That's what I'm saying. Like, you, like you know, you could get certain stuff if you wanted it. I'm I just saying, and her, and her, the fish, she gonna look like she could get whatever she wants. I'm tempted. But to, I, I'm tempted to trick. To, I'm tempted like, to trick to get some things paid off. Sir, I stay being like, man, I'm about to go trick this pussy out. 
straight up. Hey, look, I know I ain't gotta do nothing if I don't want to. I'm gonna like start squashing um fucking fruit and shit in my hands. Oh, you know, the teen is gonna be extra uh, right. You know they, you know they got people with fetish, girl. Fucking fetish porn, my guy. Like I can't do feet because I got slave feet. I swear. I straight up got fucking filled feet, man. I was pick I was picking it with my big toe. <laughs> and then my feet are deformed, so I don't have an arch, and and my heel is like hell around it, right? So like when you look at my foot, it's like I'm on my tiptoes. <laughs> like if you could, if you can inflate a duck's fucking foot, <laughs> the skin on it is pretty. I give myself pedicures and shit, and I pretty much keep all socks. <laughs> but we're here to talk about dating. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna start with the perspective of uh, Caleb. I, at this point of the conversation, uh, you're gonna be just comedic relief because from the perspective of a lesbian, Caleb doesn't know shit about. <laughs> but what would what would you say? is the most common problem in the modern dating world in lesbian relationships. They don't go anywhere. It's like they already coupled up. At my age, at this point, everybody's already settled down with somebody, it seems. Are you playing games? There's time for that. You don't think people are miserable? Because that happens in heterosexual oh, relationships as well. Majority are, but I mean, you, once you have that, that tied it down, it's like they'll put up with that and just creep on the side. With it, like, like, oh, that's not ain't nothing new. You don't want to be a sideline? Who, me? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> 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 we? 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 I don't know. The whole thing with me is I'm not meeting anybody personally. So I'm going to speak on me personally because I don't go any fucking work. So I'm going to speak on me personally. So it's kind of difficult to meet somebody when you don't leave your house. But it's been a quarantine, so I feel like there's like a lot of people in the same boat right now. But outside of that, like, would you say you've had luck in relationships? Oh, relationships? Fuck no. No quarantine. No. No, 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 no. No, sir. No, sir. But I mean, I'm not the best picker of them, you know. <laughs> 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 I can't, can't blame on the on the opposite when um the common denominator. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, we like toxicity. I ain't gonna lie, I used to date we like, like who we are. <laughs> <laughs> we like, like, <laughs> yeah, I love uh, self awareness. You can admit you're toxic. Coming to it, it took me. A, you you know it took me a while to get here. Come Big on, facts. Think about me about two years ago. Come on, yeah, it took me a while to get here to realize. <laughs> My own. Oh, why is this happening to me? So, what do you think is your most toxic trait? Um, when I'm not getting attention, it's, it can be detrimental. You act out. Like, like you girl, you better speak up. Put on. Why she on her? She on her young and made voice. Like, like, what the fuck? I'm trying to get my throat right now. Clear that shit, girl. That gave you scared the shit. I mean, that's like young and made voice. Because you be talking all low and quiet. I'm not trying to be as, you know, I'm loud, bro. I'm trying to be as loud as I am. No, be as loud. Be loud, man. You sure? I'm positive. <laughs> the seven wall ring right quick. Come on. Like, come on, come on, come on, right quick. The, mic, right, the mic's right here. I thought this was the mic. That's all I was like, so this is here to pick up uh, background music, but it, it, when we had technical difficulties, this mic is what caused it. 
So I turned it off. So yeah, so speak up. I'm like, I'm ball in my face like that for no reason. Ooh, you talking about me and shit. God, oh my mercy. All right, you can't act like you hated phallic symbols your entire life because you do have two kids. I still don't hate it. What you mean? As long as you still have rocks with it. What you mean? You just want it? I don't hate phallic symbols on my face, though. Oh, okay. I'm But like mine and other people's faces. Your strap? You got it. Turn on. That's a turn on. Just, I mean, that's off subject, but yeah. Okay. People don't, because a lot of people don't like that, but it's just, I mean, it's a, it's a thing. So your most toxic trait is you act out when you don't get attention. Yeah. Like a child. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm going to you up now. Like, what the fuck? You did? You died? Like, why haven't I heard from you? Oh, my God. That's fucking mom. Like, Not the mom. Are you, are you like a, uh, a multi-texter? Like, you'll send multiple texts? I send multiple texts, long texts. You'll call? Um, no, I don't call. I just, I must say, I must say I respond. Because the person, the last person I was dealing with is the multi-texter, multi-caller. 30 missed calls. Oh, God. I'm not doing Damn. that. I'm not doing that. That was a that was a low number. <laughs> that was a low number. A that, low the, number. That is the most recent one I can show you right now is the 30. 30. But, I mean, that's the <laughs> low number. Oh, my God. And somebody, the most I've ever gotten was, like, 21. I'll be, I'll be 100% honest with you. Oh, Lord. Even though it may sound petty, the cutoff point is 25. If she would have called me at... 25 times I'd be like yo she's fucking psychotic um, <laughs> but 21 was just like oh she just want my attention she was <laughs> no she's blocked it doesn't matter I don't understand how she's the person I know that can call me still even though she's blocked <laughs> yo, same thing you snap it to she can vouch for me she emails me literally she will get text now numbers like I was just, that's what my yo those text me numbers number, tell me she's not giving me you blocked me call me from that number you block bro yeah. so I never told you this that y'all since my well, brother's here attention. that's why I'm hitting up like, what's up? If, you want, if I don't hear from you, I'm, I'm wondering what's going on. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Needy ass. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's another toxic trait. She needy as fuck. So, I've never told you the story. So, uh, an ex of mine, back when I was staying with mom, I was living on the couch, right? And, you know, the front door didn't lock. I blocked. Shorty was blocked from my phone. She was blocked on social media. She couldn't contact me and shit like that. And it just so happened somebody texted me was like, oh, your your lady is in, you know, Hoshan with another dude with her ex or whatever. And I'm like, oh, well, you're funny, but we're not together right now, blah, blah, blah. So I wasn't even checking for that. I'm like, oh, well, that fucking sucks anyway. But she's blocked. I, you know, go to sleep. I'm still a sad boy. Go to sleep, watching my anime. I'm good. In the middle of the night, you know, I always talk about how sensitive my nose is. Thank God I recognize the smell of her weave. In the middle of the night, I'm awoken by her crawling up under me on the couch. Nah, I gotta shoot you. <laughs> no, don't really play with me like that, baby. I'm a ho- no. Smelling don't like, smelling like fucking weave and alcohol. <gasps> what? Just, what? Ooh, with the quickness. I don't care how much I love. Under me. <laughs> but you know, the, the people say like the the. Memory from like scent memory is like just one of the strongest senses. Like I woke up oh, and I was thank like God. Like no, I just my nose, my sister no, smelled. I like woke up and really, I smelled it. You didn't like bing, bing, like no, because no, I, I knew what it was. Yeah, smell. What the fuck? Boy, what? Boy, we would have been in it. Oh God, no, nah. That's different. You're a female from your perspective. Man, no. When you in a situation like you've been like crazy before. 
She's like, violent. Oh, she'll, she'll throw a brick that's in a bitch face. Yeah, like that, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, 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 I told you. No. I don't. Oh, no. don't. Okay. Like, that's why I know I can't play like that. <laughs> I don't, but I don't want to be like that because I'm not a violent person. But you cut my lights off while I'm in my house. I have every right to retaliate. That's what I'm saying. Wait, like, she like, like hit the switch on yeah, your ass? Yeah, more than one. That's Come why on, I man. say I don't have time for crazy people. She should have got her ass That's what I'm saying. I did. Yeah. Okay, so ooh, I've always, I've always wanted to ask this question. I don't condone it. No, I've always wanted to ask this question. So, I, Caleb, I remember you and I had this conversation jokingly. Okay, so a little backstory. Caleb and I have known each other for, what year did you start working at that place? I don't mention the name. So, I've known him since then because I started there in 2013 as well. So, <laughs> Caleb is so great. He's so Southern. And so gay. <laughs> and <laughs> Caleb is married to Nick. Nick is amazing as well. But Caleb is just so casual. We've always had these like open conversations at work. Like it was nothing. So I asked him one day. I was like, so in a same-sex relationship. Naturally, I was telling my business because I was in an abusive relationship. I was like, in a same-sex relationship, how would you react to your partner putting their hands on you because I'm like for me I'm gonna beat your fucking ass bitch I ain't calling the fucking police what the fuck's wrong with you and you know Caleb, Caleb said like back then he jokingly was like yeah we can fucking fight but he's like no like I wouldn't deal with that like the relationship would be over shit like because that because you shouldn't right so I wanna ask now that we have perspective multiples like have your views changed like it's the same no, I was you fighting. I mean, it's, it's something wrong. Like that shit. Exactly. Like that's just that. toxic all around. Like no. <laughs> yeah, regardless of the sex, like you put your hands on people. I just feel I feel I feel bullied into being a mean person, because I mean you won't if you only provoke the person so many times, what do you react? You know. This is true. I feel like um. This is why I'm not leaving your house. I'm I'm not leaving. Maybe leave. Once that line is crossed, yeah. it's, especially yes. once physical violence, once that line is crossed, it's very hard to go back. Right, it's damn near impossible. Yeah, if I put my hands on you physically, we never gonna be cool. Again. Some people like that shit, and I hate to say that and to, to victim blame, but some women or men or whatever, they literally like that shit. They feel love because they like that. I'm sorry afterwards. They like yes. that comfort afterwards. Yeah. They like that That's shit, true. and they will pick with you to get their response out That's of you true. in order to get that that story after the fact. Okay, so a lot of people would say, uh, like you said earlier, that starts at home, right? So a lot of people used to say, it oh, does. you had a traumatic upbringing and shit like that. You know, you just you just want attention mm-hmm. or the case may be. But at the end of the day, um, you can't blame your childhood forever. <laughs> that's that's right. the thing called account- accountability. And it, like you said, accountability. Like it, like you grew up. You know what I mean? At some point you start to, you know, you could take responsibility. It's just a whole lot of different type of things. I mean, you got some people over there some people like what they like. You just mm-hmm. got a whole lot of different type of people out here. But yeah, if you like it, but if you don't like it, okay, we passed it. Like, it's okay. But you always had that seed to be like, mm-hmm. I can't really tell you shit because mm-hmm. you a flip. Mm-hmm. So then you right. start right there. Yeah. Like, I, you already can't tell that I person I can't even something. open a like, refrigerator what I like. like so you already start not talking to your partner yeah. about shit. Like, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, if we put, if, Physical altercations are involved. Like, you made me mad. Mm-hmm, exactly. Like, I would never feel like I could sit in the presence of somebody. Like, I really pieced up. 
Because when I look at you, you feel I'm like, like I'm, absolute shit. When I look at you, I'm going to be like. You feel like shit. I'm, no, you ain't going to feel like you going to feel like a piece of shit. I guess in a relationship, but that's why I'm like. Like, physical stuff for me, like, is is we ain't cool. So, yeah, that's not cool. So, Galeb. Yes, I call him Galeb. Um, <laughs> so, your second wedding anniversary is coming up, right? Yeah, May makes two years. Oh, yes. So, do you... So, prior to getting married, how, how long were you and Nick together? Well, we actually just made 10 years Oh, together. wow, congratulations. Wow. That so, is milestone. being that you guys were together for so long prior to getting married, do you guys think you went through the same... Like hurdles, everybody says, you know, the first year of marriage is always so hard, it's always so stressful. Yes, absolutely. Like, really? I just was like, well, the, they always say the seven year itch or whatever, like seven years. Like, we had, we had a lot. Oh, well, we were like, we were engaged. Like, that's when like, we both were still like, we were like, all right, we doing this. Like, we need like every, but like, you have those hurdles. And yes, take your time, be engaged the whole time, move in together. They always say, shacking up. But, like, you need to live with somebody and you need to be with that person for a while before you say, yeah, I'm about to do this forever. Like, that was yeah, I ain't lying. My, my, my experience was different, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, it woke so. I'm about to say. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. My experience. My, my experience was a whole lot different. I, I feel like um, my next, like, Odell, like, if I'm going to date somebody, we just got to stay in separate houses for, for a while because that living together shit, it... Well, no, you just got to know the person before you move in with them. I hate that fucking outdated ass saying, oh, you don't know a person until you live with them. No, bitch. You can know a person before you move in with them. No, bitch. I've been telling for a long time. I've been telling for a long time because you, at the end of the day, I don't think when people picture like married life, they don't picture the stages of growth. That they only think about the, the marriage growing or like the, the that entity, the right? The sexy marriage. Right. They don't think about the separate growth that's, that's still going to go yeah. on with like as individual human beings, right? So sometimes y'all are going to start disagreeing. Sometimes not everything is going to be aligned and shit like that. Funny. Right. So I feel like if... Yeah, if and don't get me wrong, I'm single, so you could always say, bitch, shut up. But <laughs> I feel like uh, one of the most common problems in a lot of modern relationships is people stop focusing on the individual. People forget right. people human. Right. They stop, they, not even individual, not even like that. It's It sucks. It's both ways, right? Yeah. So not only that, people, some people forget that the person you decided to spend the rest of your life with, that person's still a human with interests and passions and, and, you know, all these like emotions and ups and downs of life outside a relationship. The relationship's just of important part but just a small part of their life and their existence and outside of that they also forget that they're a separate person outside of this fucking relationship so people that's why you know when uh, relationships end like they lose themselves like everybody's like oh i don't know who the fuck i am i don't know what you know what's going on or you know sometimes when a partner you know asks for a divorce they're like i'm so surprised you know what's going on like bitch did you pay attention like (laughs) what the fuck like but even when it's not even even when it's not that advanced of like being in a, a marriage or a long term relationship, I always ask myself, and this is coming from a person I'm busy as fuck, and when I smoke, I take naps. So <laughs> when I when I don't reply to a text message or you know I have to cancel my plans or something like that. Granted, if I make plans, especially with a female, I'm not gonna cancel. Because it takes a lot for me to make plans. But I'm a real busy person. So a lot of people like are full of shit when it says to that. What the fuck was I saying? I'm high and drunk. 
you're a busy person, so you just be like, can I date somebody as busy as me? What I what I enjoy dating somebody as busy as me. What? Um, but I wouldn't mind. But think that about makes the whole girl fun, Think mind. about I mean, you gotta remember as a person you have individualities too. So yeah, you might be a hard working person as an individual, but as a lover, you might be needy. So it's kinda right. like the same way you feel, understand that your partner feels the same way. Does the average American have hobbies? No. Yes. I literally you think better. that's a thing. <laughs> you have hobbies. No, you woodworking, candle making, motherfucker. Everybody needs a hobby. You, you, need you found yourself and you found your person, I mean, though. A lot of people out here ain't like that. Like, we need to change. We craft the games. What was your old nickname? We craft the games. Butch Queen. I'm sorry, it's all subject. Y'all starting a club? I want to be a woodworking game. Oh, y'all starting a little club? Like craft the games? And he can paint. He used to like paint. We used to uh, all hang out in like a little shed. He used to have like a projector. He used to have music. Yeah, like being born. Yeah. I used to be paranoid that the neighbors were here like smelling the smoke. I'm like, we had the barn. But it was dope though. We had a right, we were smoking at music playing and like the little YouTube visuals and shit. It would be so That was definitely our party house. That was our party house. It was just a little house. Oh, it was so awesome. Like, he used to have the grill. I had like the smoke room. Like, we had the extra room. We had no kids. We had the extra room. What party was that where I, I was like, I ended started. up becoming the oh, DJ? Really? <laughs> that was that was our housewarming party. And then, that tornado, we our house got hit by a tornado. Oh, and so we had a tornado party. 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 I didn't know a tornado party. Okay, okay. Yeah, he's from Garyville, from the fucking country. Tornado party sort of thing. We go to the hurricane. You got to fucking prepare for it. But yeah, um, that little commercial. I think that's what it is. People forget that people be individuals. Like we, you can find somebody and be like, "Dang, I really like this person." Damn, I lost my whole train of thought. You did. Usually, usually that bitch like come back and get back on the tracks. That bitch is gone. No, that's <laughs> not what like, just talk. But um, yeah, like you have some people that meet people and be like, "Dang, I really like something about you." Like regardless of like what you do, I really rock with you. And then I think those are the people that make it to the marriage point. Like you know what, I can marry you. Like, that's cool. I understand that throughout this marriage, you're still going to be on your own personal journey. And I think when people find that understanding, those are the people that make it because you just be like, I fuck with that because I'm trying to figure myself out too, but at the same time, I don't know, but I'm like, fuck with you, fuck with you. So like, let's just do this shit together. You understand, well, like, like yeah, you understand, like, you're gonna make mistakes, I'm gonna make mistakes, but we just two motherfuckers trying to make this shit work. And I think those are the people that make it and happily enjoy marriage. Instead of the people, and anybody can do it, you can get married at a young age and you can spread your wings, but I think instead of the people that get married and get divorced, and then get married and get divorced, I think when people get to different stages in their life, and there's nothing wrong with that. When people get to different stages in their life, you know, they just be like, I can't do this with this person no more. I'm going to go to another person. Like, a lot of people like, ooh, Lord, girl, she got married four times. Good for her. No, it's not. It's not. You can't applaud that because they're just hopping in from relationship to relationship. We also have to get to the root of why the fuck are you? You people don't deal with the lingering effects of a lot of these toxic relationships. These relationships crumble and... Uh, most people are so used to having that companionship and that routine of having a significant other that they hop right back into another relationship.
relationship. But once again, you got people out here that like broken people. You got there is somebody for everybody. If you like broken people, you you're the, broken as well, and, and that's I, not I okay. Think they know that, but no. no. I know that. No. They're comfortable no. with themselves, no. just like they have. Like I, I know somebody that likes Trump. We live in a realm. Of, we live like, in a realm exactly. of toxic self-diagnosis. Exactly. I encourage everybody to see a fucking licensed therapist. But the thing about it is, like when we talk about stuff like this, I'm just a person that goes like off the far ass deep end. Everybody, we be like, man, such and such fucked up. When in all reality, we're just human. You might think somebody fucked up, but that's their normal. And they got 50,000 other motherfuckers just like this. And somebody and somebody gonna look at you and be like, man, that was fucked up. But I feel normal. Like, I feel good. Like, my happy is different from somebody else's happy. So, that's why, like, I was never the type of person that'd be like, I'm gonna judge somebody. Because, I mean, fuck. If somebody got married four times, there was a motherfucker that was like, she got married three times. But I could still fuck with that. That's their business. Girls with four different baby daddies. I mean, I ain't talking about this. And a nigga that shot the club up again. For real, I'm saying. But, like, to take it as far as to get married, like, at some point, I'm like, can we just, like, date for a while? Yeah, if, I, like, if I had two failed marriages, I'm that, not trying that's to That's the people time. that got this shit. Well, and that's right, because, like, me as a gay man, like, growing up, like, to me, marriage yeah, is, like, it's a thing for me. Like, yeah. like especially growing you, you, I wouldn't be able to get married. Like, to so me, like, you say, you get married, like. I was gonna ask that. So, do you think <laughs> do you think thing. the dream of marriage is amplified in the LGBTQTI community? It is. It is it, a lot. A lot of people. So it's real amplified. It's real. I really like wanted a big wedding, but like when I got older, like we did that shit in the park. Your we put it like a dot. I we're like, so we're much. like, we're like, yeah, really, but like, I think it is because it does mean more. Like growing up, like. Dream to have like a wedding and stuff like that. But like, no, that shit can't happen. You gotta go to Canada and some crap like that. Right, because like, it's so taboo. Yeah. That's like when me and Nick were a date for a while. We're like, yeah, we'll get married if it comes legal. That year it came legal. Like, oh shit. This is reality. Marriage. Yeah. What about, it was, yeah, it's a big thing. What about you, Chris? Would you ever get married? Um, I don't, I never say never. It's not on my bucket list. I'm not even gonna cry if I'm an old maid. Or anything like I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Nah. You're gonna get cats or dogs? I like cats. <laughs> Short hair. I had a dog. I had a I cat named a cat named dog. I like that. He was fo- so fucking awesome until he started interrupting my sleep. At this point in time, I was in school and working two jobs, and I had a fucking leech oh, of a go- uh, leech of a girlfriend. You really just right. Talking about a cat. Like, so you no, know, because uh, one thing about this fucking podcast is that we have professionals at getting off topic. I literally asked the entire room their opinion on legalizing hard drugs in some oh, fucking yeah, how and and you know what I made a mental note oh. of who derailed it and it was this <laughs> this beautiful no. high cheekbone high no. yellow motherfucker beside me no. Racy <laughs> she derailed the entire no. conversation but it was flowing, and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to interrupt it. I, I don't remember. I just re- like, a circle. No, I just remembered you said it, and I was like, eh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna make the best of it. I'm gonna just turn it into questions. That's why I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just start asking motherfuckers questions. Because, but since we're about to wrap up soon, motherfuckers, how y'all feel about legalizing drugs? All right, my response to that is this. I feel like I can't tell no more. I'm a stoner. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I like to smoke. I like to get high. So I can't really 
pass judgment. You know what I'm saying? If Come you, closer, I big lip bastard. I'm sorry, All right, like, my choice of drug is weed. Say your choice of drug was coke. I can't sit up there and say, they shouldn't legalize that nigga shit. Like, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna say, well, yeah, I'm smoking my weed, yeah, but who the fuck say he can snort coke? You know what I'm saying? Like, no, no. I mean, basically, my only thing is. Cameron. My, my thing, yeah, I'm saying, my thing is basically. I'm not, I'm not with it. I'm not against it. I just feel like what would it do for as crime purposes? Like, would it lower crime because everybody gonna be high on their ass? Oh, would it raise crime because now motherfuckers feel like, oh, now this shit legal. Now I got more TV. It has to, to be responsible <laughs> drug use. Anything. That's what I'm drug saying. Use. Yeah, irresponsible drinking is. Especially with black people and a lot of southern people in general, we when we think of hard drugs, we automatically think of an extreme. You automatically mm-hmm. start using the comparison of motherfuckers stealing TVs and mm-hmm. shit and motherfuckers right. being fiends and shit like that. Oh my god, dude, they're fucking. Wait, wait, wait. That happens. I don't know. Okay, that does happen. Okay, that does happen. Okay, because that's that's a matter of location. That's that's a matter of economical status, right? That's because we were already in poor circumstances. So people who were addicted to these drugs, some of them resulted to these fucking shady ways to get their fix. But at the same time, we also didn't give a lot of motherfuckers credit. Remember the motherfucker who stole mama entire truck of soda everything who played that little sympathy role like he was you know a clean little fucking former addict and shit like that we always want to play the victim and we think of these extremes we don't get to the root of the problem of why this person resulted to drugs like some of the some drug use is rooted in trauma some drug use is rooted in what i call chasing the fucking dragon some motherfuckers just want to get as high as possible which is why some people used to use the stereotype that fucking weed is a gateway drug that's not that's not true. Nah. But we all we all, but there's already no on my menu, sir. No I've literally you. been watching. I've been reading so I'm many fucking. I'm sorry. I've been reading so many articles, watching so many videos and shit like that. There are rich motherfuckers and not to make y'all uncomfortable. It's all rich white motherfuckers. You know, Silicon Valley, all over the fucking, all over the place. And you know, and, no, but not even that. They're using it recreationally because. It's not what you do. They it's can. how you do it. You know what I'm saying? It's not... Yeah, That's it's why not, I said it's all about doing the responsibility. Yeah. yeah, it's not what you do. It's how you do it, basically. I know I mean, heroin That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, I can't pass judgment on the next person for what they do. You know what I'm saying? That's why <laughs> I can't say, like, I'm against them, you know what I'm saying, legalizing it. I, I really don't ever have a stand on that. As long as they don't really, I mean, be... To, to the point where they end up in the wrong hands. Because Lord knows we have enough of that going on these days. One of the things that, um, fuck, they're like, uh, Dr., what's his name, Carl Hart, Carl Hart, mm-hmm. got a big tongue. Mm-hmm. One of the things he said that, you know, like, you know, Art, Oregon decriminalized every drug. Everything is fucking legal. And he said one of the reasons why a state like Oregon is allowed to do that because Oregon is predominantly white. 
And it's one of those, right. I Could you imagine if they legalized all hard drugs in a state like Louisiana? Dude. <laughs> dude But um, what another thing that he argues, he said one of the biggest problem is not drug use. It's where people are getting the drugs, like getting the drugs off the street and shit like mm-hmm. that. You know, you go to a lot of uh, European countries, a lot of drugs are decriminalized. Like you can do heroin, you can do, you know, LSD, you can do these, that, this, that, and the third. So he said if there were these, in some places there are stations where you can give a little bit of your drug and get it tested to make sure it's good. How do you, and you know, that way you're not poisoning motherfuckers or, you know, triggering something because we talked about that in the past episode, uh, forms of bipolar disorder or multiple forms of mental health disorders can be triggered by drug use. Mm -hmm. So you can test your shit. (laughs) <laughs> and make sure you're not you know, somebody strong the fuck out. How do y'all feel about that? Do you think that that would positively impact like recreational drug use? Because at the end of the day, if they if something is decriminalized, it'll slowly it slowly won't become a taboo. Yeah. So eventually, I, you'll have motherfuckers be like, "Hey, just like you be like, hey, you want to bump? Yeah. Eventually, I'll be like, motherfucker, hey, you want to yeah. do some meth? <laughs> <laughs> That's that shit. We can fucking right. You got my little Tesla right here. Yeah. So how y'all feel like, what do we call like, I think all these like with government regulating shit, I don't, I don't trust them being involved with anything. So it's like, exactly. it's like, I don't just tell me what drugs you're giving me. Oh, thanks for, thanks for these shrooms. That's always, that's the government, man. Thanks for these shrooms here. My God, New York is legit legalizing weed because they're broke. They have, they have not, they, 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 right, they have (laughs) not been quiet about this. We're fucking broke. We ain't getting no tourism. We're going to legalize it. We're going to legalize We're going to legalize Because everything is shut down. And when it was cold, it's winter in like in New York. So when they like outlawed like indoor dining, who the fuck going to eat outside when it's 23 degrees, dick? (laughs) So, I guess I'm going to do it. Let me know how you work. You want buffalo wings? Try these wings before they freeze, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, buffalo wings with some mittens. I want a spice. You see, my weed is just real fast. I mean, you gotta wear the cutout gloves. You gotta wear the ones with the holes in them because you want joy. I can't pull my trainer and your shit gonna be frozen. You gotta wait. Hit them. It's not like what? You want these to be your satisfaction. You have to eat these as fast as possible. I ain't trying to sit outside unless it's 75, 80 degrees. There ain't no way I'm sitting outside. But these test stations. I think it's a good idea. Let people mind their business and get high. Like, (laughs) and make sure it's right. Exactly. Like, I listen. I listened to the interview with um. You got any opinions on drugs? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No. Yeah. No. I smoke. I only smoke. But like, yeah. Like, that's your business. But like, on the testing thing, like you said, like rich people, like they have that. They can get pharmaceutical get, like, heroin they and shit get, like that. Like, they low-key be the ones that be performing all this shit, mm-hmm. and they be talking, but, like, they have that luxury, and, like, a lot of people, it goes good to get bad shit, and, yeah, that can save a lot of lives doing mm-hmm. shit like that. Mm-hmm. Right. It goes back to status and classes, and that is what it's true, right? So, it's not good for the streets. 
I legit watched the like all of the Chappelle show one day. Like I was in the house just working on something all fucking day, so I needed something that was going to entertain me but not hold my attention the entire time. So you had peanut butter crack sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> so I literally just when I saw that shit on Netflix, I just hit play, and I was just working all fucking day. Wow. And. I'm on crack. It's like in my fucking dreams that night. Tyrone Biggums. But it's like one of those things like literally like after like prohibition everything was like oh and then it calmed down. Nobody really now like oh it's gonna be the same thing. Legalized weed. Like everybody's like oh weed 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 and like after a few years you're like okay yeah it's normal. Like Yo real moonshine is fucking oh my god it's like a mind eraser. Oh my god. Oh, I had my <laughs> This This uh, legal pad is from when I first started brainstorming this podcast. Yeah, I was wondering. I was like, this look real throwback. Right, and like reading all this shit. I'm like, oh, this is so cute. Mm-hmm. I'm like, actually probably going to visit some of these topics in a future episode. But anyway, uh, this anyway. is, this. we're about to wrap up. But <laughs> before we wrap up, before Kayla, you have a business. I always tell my guests to plug their shit or plug something that they're passionate about. There could be something their friends are doing, family members are doing. I want to see people succeed. And your candles are fucking amazing. That tobacco and bay leaf, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah. So, like, definitely over coronavirus, we've grown this business. Um, we're literally low-key. We have, like, a website. You can see our scents and stuff. But we mainly do, like, uh, farmer's markets and stuff like that. So, mostly, like, St. John Parish and out in Baton Rouge a lot. Um, but like always like DM me I can make you some candles but uh, we have Instagram Facebook it's uh, Wiglow Candles and it's me and my partner Debbie as well we do it together spell Wiglow Wiglow is uh, G-L-O Wiglow there we go Chris, you got anything you want to plug, my, my baby? Um, I don't actually I wish I did I can't think of the top of my head I feel more prepared Nick <laughs> oh, no, we have uh, Mr. Nick Wright, a uh, real estate agent. That's what I was hoping. Just moved into the Garden District mm. Ladder and Bloom office. Uh, it is killing it. There we go. <laughs> Nick, don't be shy. I'm not shy. No, right. you see from the back. You see these fucking houses. <laughs> you got anything you want to say before we head out, race? Um, I don't know. Oh, stimulus. Yes, the money. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. Y'all happy y'all getting y'all checks? No, we don't know yet. It's the voting is tomorrow. I mean, yeah, but you know, everybody's been walking. Everybody's been walking around talking about where the money resides. <laughs> man manifested that for all of us. Where the money resides. Where the money resides. Where the money resides. Bro, if we get that $1,400, I'm getting an animal print thong. Yes. 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 <laughs> all right, we can wrap it. this up. Yeah, um, all right, this is this, this is, is everybody's Let me know where y'all are from. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. But my fucking family jewels gonna look like a fucking. All right, fist. all right. Okay, like, okay. y'all remember those big ass like Hulk fists? Remember that big ass Hulk? Remember those Hulk fists that they used to put on our hands as a kid? That's that's what my fucking Johnson gonna look like in this fucking. I remember, uh, so somebody asked uh, Caleb uh, what what he thought about He's vagina. Sure. He was like, he was like, I feel like it's a monster. It's like, ah! Oh my <laughs> god. That's too much going on down there. That's too much. Vaginas are, um, vaginas are beautifully ugly. They are beautiful. 
Yeah, they they're so beautiful, but when you really like think about a vagina, I'm like, yeah, that's just really ugly. They cute. <laughs> 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 that's. Uh... I have a book. I'm ready to work. I'm gonna show you. Just I don't know. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm just saying from my perspective, it might be different from as a lesbian. Appreciate naturally, it. your appreciation your appreciation of a vagina is greater because you have one and you. But saying that, I know lesbians that think they are the most hideous thing in the world, too. So it's like, depends on the person. What, is, what kind of vaginas did I see? It's like, you know. I, I, don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, I get what you're saying. It's just like pieces. Like, the I, ones that I've seen. Penises? Really? <laughs> you gotta just pick your choices. I mean, I don't know. I got, I, I got a pretty dick. <laughs> you don't like penis, so naturally you. If I look like, at you and I'm attracted to you, I'm already thinking about what your penis look like. If I can't look at you, because the thing about it is, I'm weird. Let me tell y'all, I feel like men got a good low key because you can see the silhouette of You're a woman. No, no, listen, I, I you can see sorry. the silhouette of a woman. I can't see the silhouette of your dick. Gray sweatpants. I'm about to say. I've been forced to dick that I don't want to see. Man, look. Man, look. Okay, how you gonna wear gray sweatpants every day? That's what I'm saying. Like, depending on. My pants also be tight, too. That's what I'm saying. Like, ain't no man gonna be out here wearing gray sweatpants every day. You gonna meet a nigga with some jabos on. So, who the fuck wears jabos? It's 2029. You gonna be somebody with jeans on. What I'm saying is that at the end of the day, you're going to meet somebody that's wearing pants. It's not like every dude I see, I could just see the silhouette of this nigga dick. So I got to know I won't jost you when I see your face. If you're I feel like... You're watching this, little lady. Yeah. Yo, women... I'm face watching. If you're face watch, why I won't see your dick? Women watch dick all fucking day, bro. Like, okay, so... <laughs> I I'm, can't do I'm tall. looking at something that might I'm be... I'm tall as no. fuck, so I can 100% tell oh. when women are walking towards me. How you doing, sir? Like, this woman the other day at work, I'm literally walking up and her eyes is, how you doing, baby? That's just so Ronnie, this way you would sleep with anything. Like, because first of all... But like I said, everybody different. If you ugly, I don't, I'm not even trying to see what your dick look like. I don't, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't bird watch because that shit is... Misleading. Yeah, like yeah. okay. Yeah, because it's like you gonna be a draw and I show it. Your shit could look big, and then you gonna get on. I'm gonna be like, why? There are also just some things that there are also just some things that. There's just some things that are just enjoyable to look at. Think about it. Like we look at women with amazing bodies all the time that are fucking hit in the face. And that but it's just my nice. Point right it's just though. nice to look at. So some women um, are just like, "Ooh, that nigga got a face like a barracuda," but that's a uh, nice thing. Like I just that broke my point right now. Who's got it good? Because you can see a woman's silhouette. That's a nice woman. <laughs> You can see a silhouette, so you like, dang, she fine. You know she fine. I can't look at her. No, we have no, we have silhouettes too because I've like seen my shadow before. I'm like, damn, I gotta find that shadow. And I tell him that like, I would, I 100 have body dysmorphia. I 100 have body dysmorphia. I'll turn on the light and be like, nigga, you fat. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but I like, I'm like, all right, there we go. Nah, <laughs> I'm gonna be worried about bird watching. If you ugly, you just ugly. Don't even. I'm step. a face person, sweet. Yeah, like don't even stop. I can't get down. No. That's why I hate the fucking thing that. Uh, Dumbass saying it's the inside that counts. When I first look at you, I don't see that you're a beautiful person. No, I have to see that you're a beautiful person. Outside count because if I feel like I want to look at that every day, I'm trying to see something. Right, like when I wait, when I roll over in the middle of the night, I'm not looking at how caring you are. I'm looking at how you look with no makeup on. 
But anyway, uh, how the fuck do we, we were wrapping up? But anyway, okay, so Kayla Fluck. Talk about the stimulus, I'm sorry. Yeah, and then, see? Look, she did it again. <laughs> Damn! It's whatever. But, uh. <laughs> <laughs> You guys, as usual, you can follow me on Instagram, Monster in a Tight Shirt. You can follow Racy at, I always forget. Underscore Project B. All right. On Twitter, I am <laughs> Project Paragon underscore. You are. Racy underscore underscore okay. R-A-C-I underscore underscore you guys can also email us at Podcast at gmail.com and if you guys are listening on Apple Podcasts or Deezer or I saw them on another app now and iHeartRadio means I do I programmed that to tell me to wrap my fucking mouth but, anyway, <laughs> but you guys can uh, if you guys are listening on Apple Podcasts please leave a review leave a comment Leave five stars. You know, we value honesty, but honestly, you guys don't leave us five stars. But we thank you guys for supporting us. We are now, we now have downloads in 13 fucking countries. Yeah. I check that shit religiously. Like, literally, I, when I wake up in the morning, I check the fucking analytics. When I take a nap, I check the analytics. Like, every time I open my eyes, and I woke up the other day with, like, fucking 17 random downloads. And it's like, to have them, like, like that because like I think like an hour and a half nap you know like to have them like that is like so fucking crazy in 13 countries this is super exciting I thank everyone who supports the podcast Uh, we get more comfortable with it as you guys can tell and thank you for being so patient but until next time peace out bye